Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of In The Sound with yours truly, Tommy Gold, a.k.a. Bad Boy Slim, a.k.a. Rocket Fist, a.k.a. Trent Turnley of America's least favorite duo, Sick Ride. So yeah, man, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm happy about this. I'm hoping everyone is feeling pretty good. We just got through with Mardi Gras for the first time in like two years. Whoo, ball. I'm still alive, man. And that's okay with me. So I hope everyone had a good one. But to get right down to it, I want to start this podcast because I enjoy hanging out with cool people. I love talking to cool people. And I like to see people's outlook on life, you know, because sometimes I need a second opinion on life, uh, you know, to validate if I'm doing something pretty good or okay, or if it's like, oh, I'm an idiot and you're doing it better. Let me do it better. So that's what I hope to achieve out of this thing. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, but buckle up, dude. We're going to, it's going to be. It's going to be fun. It's going to be wacky. It's going to get a little crazy. That's okay. We're going to rein it in. Get to the point. Uh, hopefully, I mean, hopefully. it's That's cool. And I hope you love it. If you don't love it, that's totally fine. It's okay. You don't have to listen to it. Anyways, before I introduce my guest, there's a couple things I want to let you know about. March 23rd at the Freetown Boom Boom Room. It's a Wednesday. Sick Ride, Strange Beaches, and Thousand Air are performing live. Thousand Air is a touring act. Dude, come support your touring acts, man. That job is not easy. They're grinding. I know they're grinding. It's hard, man. Being on the road's hard, and I'm sure they'd love to see your beautiful faces. You know, it'd probably lift their spirits. So come get Wacky on Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. That's what's going to happen. March 23rd. Next up, great news. Festivals are back, baby, for the first time in a while. And Sick Ride is honored to be a part of the New Orleans French Quarter Festival. We will be boogieing down on... April 24th, the Sunday, at 1 p.m., we'll be blasting the uh, House of Blues stage. You know, it's it, it's going to be Boogie Town USA out there. French Quarter Fest is crazy. There's like 300 acts. No, there's like 4,000 acts, really. Uh, we didn't even make it on the flyer. There's that many acts. I mean, we're nobody. But, dude, it's huge. And it's a great time. Just come, uh, you know, if you catch yourself in New Orleans on April 24th, swing on by the House of Blues stage and get your boogie on. That's what I want to see. You're going to be dancing. I'm going to be dancing. It's going to be great. So my guest today is Mr. Johnny Silver, a.k.a. the Grand American Champion of the Universe, a.k.a. Tiny Biggs, a.k.a. Matthew Bro. He is my bandmate. He is my brother. He's probably a better person than me. He's smarter than me. He doesn't dress as well as me, but he, dude, he's close. He's he he gets close. So, no, but um, really, he's an awesome dude. You know, we've been through a lot together. I love the guy. It's uh, 
it's great working with him. Um, you know, it's going to be a good episode. It's the first one. We're just getting warmed up. We're not sizzling yet. We're just getting warmed up. But it's going to be fun. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I will try to enjoy it. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Johnny Silver. Yeah, dude, it's it's a catchy little tune. You know, I had to... Uh, now, you made that by your damn self? I made that by all by my damn self. All right, that's um, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, you know, I, when I when I was uh, had the idea to start this thing, I was like, well, I I think I need an intro song. And you know me, dude, I like to I like to come in here and, and become... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You got what's, what's my name? DJ uh, Trill Insanity. Yeah, DJ Trill Insanity. I like to get in here and, and be a little DJ Trill Insanity sometimes. No, that's That's what amazes me. About you that you'll come in and you'll make a song like that, that for no for no reason you know like this one had a reason right but other days you'll come in and it's just happening and I'm like what's this for and it, there's not there's yeah there's nothing it, it's it's for your brain yeah which is the reason we should be doing it I guess yeah yeah <laughs> I, I think it's just to get it out man and uh, a lot of the times it's just I like to practice uh, with the software and just kind of make. Stupid yeah, little songs, familiar, man. Familiarize you, you damn self. You know? Yeah, and I think the thing is that when I do that, um, like it's cool, but mm-hmm. it's like I when I start one, I'm like, man, this has a lot of potential. And then I'm like, if I don't write the chorus today, it's just gonna sit in logic. It's, it's and, <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> that's how they usually. That's what usually happens with my little my little ditties. But yeah, I, I like my little intro song. It's uh, yeah, it's perfect. You know, it's got it's a little perfect. in the sound, in wow. the sound. <laughs> yeah, DJ Trillin Sandy coming at you live in the sound with, with uh, Tony, Tony Rico, Tony Rico, <laughs> and John Raphael. We made some appearances. Those guys, those guys are crazy. Man, they how, made some appearances for Mardi Gras. How? For sure. Oh my. God, let's dude, let's let's talk about Mardi Gras for a second. Man. Yeah. Okay, dude, I'm like just just getting back to normal, starting to feel a little more normal than I was feeling. Uh, but like, dude, Saturday, the Saturday of Rio, that's like two weeks before yeah, Mardi yeah. Gras. That's that's when it started. That well, that's the problem. That's my right. lesson that I've learned. <laughs> you know, time and time again, but I guess I guess because we've been two years out. Um, of Mardi Out of Gras, Mardi Gras, yeah. that yeah. yeah, it the lesson that I learned this year is don't do Rio because you you you'll you won't continue, you know, right. you won't make it to next weekend probably, which I didn't, yeah, uh, didn't make it to the Friday, and then we had the show on Saturday, right? Took uh, till Tuesday to recover from that, and did not want to do Tuesday, but you know, we went out there, um, and it was funny, like every conversation we had with people. It was like, oh man, I can't wait for Mardi Gras to be over. Yeah, like I'm just so ready for this shit to be over. And we, we thought it was funny because we like we talk about it like it's like it's not an option. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you, like you actually have to go out there and drink. Yeah, until you know from 10 a.m. Like it's till, a job. Like oh damn it, gotta get out there. You yeah. know, like uh, whoops, oh. it's Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah, and but there was a point uh, at 10 a.m. We went out there as uh, Matt and Trent, and then. 
I think at about two o'clock, that's when Tony Rico and John Raphael arrived. Yeah, it took a oh. shot at Jim Beam, and, and he, he showed up all of a sudden. Yeah, John Raphael was here. Yeah. yeah. And then we went on a big trek, and man, dude, I think just the walking alone, but dude, Mardi Gras, man, I don't know. Like, I guess it's because it hasn't happened in two years, and I just forgot how much it hurts. It and hurts. maybe I'm just getting yeah, older, yeah. dude. You know? Last Mardi Gras I had, I don't know where we were. Uh, dude, I don't even th- I think it was 2018 last time I went to a Mardi Gras parade in Lafayette because I think 19 we were in Mobile. Uh, yeah, we were out playing of, out of town. I think. I think we were torn. But um, have you ever done New Orleans Mardi Gras? I've done it once. Yeah, I've done. I Bacchus. never have, and uh, I don't. I don't know. Don't like, do it. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> nothing about <laughs> it appeals to me. I'm like everything about the Lafayette Mardi Gras is is overwhelming enough for me. Uh, that it just I, I don't know I need to do it yeah for for to you know being from here loving New Orleans culture and stuff like I have to do it but it's it's like yeah it's one of those it's like I have to do you it. have it's to my, it's do a it. job even like, when you even <laughs> when you uh, even when you lived in Hollygrove no, yeah, or like never throughout New Orleans when you I, lived there for some reason I was never in town. When Mardi Gras was happening, like I was oh, either wow. out of town with Dr. John or whatever. It's a good time uh, to leave. Yeah. Because, dude, barricades alone? No, I'm over it. Like, first week of barricades, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. nope, get it. Nope, dude, pick them back up. I don't want this. Get I don't want where this. They, where do they keep those? I don't know, man. But they were holding up traffic uh, like two days ago when they were picking them up. And I was like, it's still not over, dude. <laughs> like, it's Friday and it's still get that shit out of here. Right. You know? That's yeah. how I felt, man. But yeah, uh, oh, and like, let's clear this up because we were in Mobile, Alabama for Mardi Gras in 2019. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, man, Alabama's where Mardi Gras started, man. Started right oh, here yeah. in Mobile. Okay. It did start in Mobile. Did you ever research that? We, oh, yeah. We, yeah, we looked at Oh, we figured that. it out, dude. <laughs> okay. So because is, I was pissed. Set the record straight. I'm set, dude, for everyone listening. Mardi Gras technically started in Mobile. It probably wasn't Mobile at the time, but at the time it wasn't Alabama. It was Louisiana. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember that now. So yeah. it didn't start in Alabama because Alabama didn't exist. Okay, wasn't real. wasn't even wasn't even a place. Is it even a place now? It, it, dude, it. Oh no, it's a place <laughs> now. You gotta, dude. Be careful. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, just yeah, I need to. We need to clear that up because uh, it did start in Louisiana. Yeah, it totally start. Like they love to claim, "Oh, Mardi Gras started in Alabama." Yeah, eh. no, eh. it's Alabama now because you know. Yeah, I'm unsure. Uh, I, I I've heard some things about the start of Mardi Gras too that that made me question the the uh, the. I don't know ethics te- uh, ethics of the <laughs> holiday too. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to repeat them because I don't know if they're yeah. super true. But uh, and I mean, dude, and man, if I'm wrong about that, I'm, dude, I'm not trying to dupe anybody. But dude, that's what I found. It wasn't. It was Mobile, but at the time it was Louisiana. So, and who knows if it was called Mobile then? But I know it was like there, like it was like in that area. So and Mo- Mobile. That's a that's an issue there. Mobile. Mobile. It's spelled like mobile. <laughs> Teen mobile. It's mobile. <laughs> Why do we have to change it? What? Mobile. Yeah. Well, no. Well, it has an E at the end, so. 
Yeah, but mobile does too, right? I don't think so, man. <laughs> I hope I'm not wrong about that. Wait, hold on. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, 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 no. Mobile? Mobile. M-O-B-I-L. I'm pretty sure. No, like mobile homes. It has an E. Does it? Yes, mobile has an E. Look up team, t- uh, T-Mobile. Oh my God, it has an E. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. I'm an idiot. and uh, uh, This is the first time that's happened, that I'm not the idiot. Oh, no. I'm not the idiot. Oh, no, dude. I've, I've, made, <laughs> I've, made some, I've made some pretty good decisions in my day. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't um, doubt it. But, yeah, man. So, that's... Uh, so, we cleared that up. For everyone listening, we, now you know. It was Louisiana. You know, sorry to break your heart, Alabama. Yeah, we but, dude, you know, we, we, we got it. We win. Sorry. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> I guess we can kind of get right into it, man. Kind of about um, what's been going on since <laughs> uh, the world shut down. I don't know, like, if you yeah, remember a lot of. I remember everything. Oh wow! Hey, it's not good. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's hard because I feel like I've told the story. A lot of times, never on the record, you know, right? Just to people, um, it was fucked, you know. It was uh, depressing as fuck. Uh, right. That was kind of the hardest, the hardest part. Uh, luckily, like it didn't financially fuck me personally, or are you? Yeah, personally, like yeah. we were able to to be all right with as far as like collecting unemployment or whatever, you know. Um, didn't have like houses and bills we had to work. Right, out, true. You know, yeah, we came back so like we had cut ties with all that. Very, uh, very lucky compared to some of the other people that were probably in in the situation. That, yeah, that had been touring for ten plus years and that right. was their only income. And you know, yeah. Well, I mean, it was our only income at yeah, the time. Yeah, because we we know. were six months in. Yeah, um, I think we started touring full time. In September of uh, 19, 2019. Probably full-time, yeah. Like, yeah. full-time September. I remember because um, it was two years, like, almost to the date yeah. after the start of the band that we left. And we yeah, we yeah. rolled. Because our first, our first show ever was September 1st, 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It was the 18th? Yeah. Oh, that so was it was our first, one year. That was our first show. Yeah. yeah, so it was one year after. Yeah, we started... Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's way cool. Yeah, man. No, we, we <laughs> dude, we hit the ground rolling. <clears throat> we said we were gonna do it, and we went and do it. So yeah. that's what, dude. That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, uh, you know, well, with us, it's only two of us, so it's a lot easier, easier to uh, get, you know, one other person to be like, yeah, I'm quitting my job too. Okay, yeah, let's roll. Four people, kind of tough. Yeah, I would imagine. I'm not I'm not envious of people in that situation that are they're trying to get everyone on the same page. You right. Know, it's it's ooh. dude, I'm not envious of that van ride, man. No. No, dude. Five dude, five the stank. Five dudes deep? You know they ain't got that black car at Planet Fitness, man. <laughs> you know they're not showering every day. You know, you got Jim Bob's uh, ass they, crack they in, know your, the hack. in your nostrils. You're just like, dude, this is rough. That's the big hack. That's the best probably uh, just for anything, like get the black card. Yeah, Planet Fitness, twenty bucks, twenty bucks a month. Any Planet Fitness in the country, the country. Yeah, and they're everywhere. You can show up, show your black card, and 
you got a shower, you know, you got, or your workout equipment, but we never, no, no, they knew exactly what we were there to do. Yeah. You know, you walk in with your leather on, they're like, they're, okay, yeah. guy. <laughs> like, you're not coming like, in yeah. here <laughs> yeah. to fucking work out. I know what you're doing. Like, we had a bag. leather jacket. Come on. Yeah. So, <laughs> but dude, those days were great, man. The good days were great. And the bad days weren't that bad. Yeah. They were just long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's boring out there sometimes. It, you know, it's it like, does. it. you think, you would think that it wouldn't. You'd think that. If you haven't toured before, like you would, I would imagine like before we did it, I thought that like every city we'd go to, you know, you'd want to like uh, go, go do ch- a bunch of stuff, explore, yeah, like with, go your, check with it your, out. your whole day. But it's not that easy because um, there's, first of all, money. Yeah. There's not a lot of free things to do. It's hard to figure out what to do. Um, and if you're pulling a trailer. Yeah. Like, with a 16 passenger van. Extremely limiting. Parking's kind of a, you're like, oh, dude, let's just park at Walmart and just take a nap. And then after a while, <laughs> like, you can sightsee a little bit and stuff, but you kind of get tired of doing that. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's uh, I don't know how to describe why it's that way, but it just is. You just kind of, it kind of gets. Yeah. Like monotonous, like all of a sudden, all the cities kind of start to look the same. Yeah, and and when you get out of them is when you're like, oh, thank God, dude. Like like that uh, Henrietta, Oklahoma, that campground, that free campground. Oh yeah, that yeah. was like, dude, like I needed Oasis. That. Like I, I I would, yeah, that was a special. That's start still a special place, dude. Start a fire, you know, like yeah, we almost fucking died out there. Oh yeah, we did, dude. It was it was tornado <laughs> city out there. <laughs> It was, dude, it was Tornado USA. Like, yeah, so we had a couple off days, and, and then the uh, there was, a, a you know, all these uh, tornado warnings and shit, huge storm happening. Um, but it wasn't raining before the sun went down, so we, we spent, a, like, probably two or three hours gathering all that fucking firewood. Oh, dude, I was, dude, I was gathering wood like it was, we were going to stay there for a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and had a roaring fire. Well, it's because it started raining, and then the yeah, the second the fire got yeah. started and was really happening, it just started raining. So we get in the van. Well, no, well, at, when it started raining, I was like, I didn't just bust my ass getting all this firewood for nothing. I'm building a fire as big as this pile of wood, and then it oh, was yeah, yeah. huge. So then it was raging. Yeah, he just started throwing wood on. Yeah, and then so it we started- end up. It starts raining too hard. We get in the van, and I'm in the front seat. You're in the back. I'm in my bunk, yeah. Um, where you can't see anything from the back bunk because it was all yeah, closed. it was all in. closed. And uh, I was looking down at my phone with my headphones in, and <laughs> out of the corner of my eye, I see sparks, flames. Yeah. And I turn, and there, this entire fl- fire that's next to the van, the wind is just blowing it. Right at the van. Yeah. Coals, hot embers, yeah. s- slamming the side of the van. Took my headphones out, and you can literally hear it. Like, there's pieces yeah. of wood flying out of the fire hitting the van. And so I, I was like, try it, try it. And you had your headphones in. It took a while to get your attention. So I jumped in the fucking driver's seat, and I was like, all right. And and I drove a little bit, and I was like, wait, we probably shouldn't fucking drive right now. Well, we shouldn't leave. We shouldn't leave. But, but then we were just the surrounded fire. by trees. Yeah. Uh, so it was just kind of a gamble, like, let's get away from the fire and then hope a tree doesn't fall on our fucking van and kill us. Right, exactly. Um, but we, I think we got in the clear. Um, but so that um, tornado was the one, I don't know if it was the one, but that was the string of tornadoes happening that hit uh, Nashville. 
Remember that? Oh, that was the same. Yeah, dude. Because we saw the aftermath. Of that yeah, we shit. Saw, that was dude. fucking. That was like Home Depots that were not Home Depots anymore. Yeah, you'd be driving, and then you just all of a sudden, you know, when you're driving past like rows of um, Trees. crops. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, uh, and and you can see down each row as you get parallel with it. Yeah, that's what it looked like when you got parallel with the line of the storm. Yeah, is just wreckage. Yeah, those and once you got parallel, you could see it all the way down where the storm traveled. It was yeah. really fucking eerie. And those, yeah, it's like the trees, like the tree line, like there's like just a huge gap of just snapped in half trees and everything else is fine. Like you could see exactly where it passed. And I was like, Jesus, man. Yeah. I'm not used to that, dude. I'm, I'm used to a little, uh, you know, a hurricane. A crazy hurricane time. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, dude, bring a hurricane on, man. I'll get like three cases of beer and drink them all before it even gets here. <laughs> You know, uh, so you're passed out for the hurricane. You don't. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Worry about it. Stress it. You know, doesn't even matter. Ain't but no worries. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but yeah, 2020, man, that was weird. Um, I don't think we didn't know where live music was going. That was like, remember, because they like they. That's like what they took away. And uh, yeah, and and it just we. I felt like we planned for everything that could possibly go wrong to go wrong. Yeah, that's kind of how we designed the whole the whole business, the whole band, right? Um, from the ground up, is it like issues that we've run into the past? Just trying to eliminate that before they even happen, and it's the one thing no one could have fucking predicted. Yeah, dude, I was like surprise, you know, and maybe not. I actually had you know friends who like one friend in spe- uh, specifically, my friend Joe, like kind of did predict that like he was wearing masks on planes in 2017 like he he was always i think the bit the the real germaphobes always kind of feared like something like that something huge happening um as a possibility but fuck we didn't have any clue you know yeah and and think that was the scariest part for me like right when it happened was like what about the next one right even if this gets cleared up what about the the next virus, you know, like, yeah. is this our new reality? Will my kids ever know what live music is one day, you know? Yeah, yeah, because it's like they took it away. And then, uh, well, I mean, but I guess before all that, like, when the world changed, we were in Memphis, Tennessee. We showed up. Well, no, they were talking about it in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. But, and but I was kind of confused. I was like, "What?" I was. I didn't really realize what was going on. I remember that was the first conversation I had with my buddy on the phone about it, um, and he was like, "No, it's it's looking bad. Like it's it. This is yeah, pretty serious." And uh, I'll never forget what the band that we played with. What they said, the Weird Sisters, the Weird Sisters. What they, they said, rule, man. they fucking killer. But. I don't know, it was after the first song or something. She was like, we're not sick yet, motherfuckers. Yeah. And that shit, like, if we only knew what was about to happen, yeah, you yeah. know, when, when that happened, it was just like, yeah, we, we it, that was the last moment to kind of, like, get it in before the shit. Yeah, and dude, that that show was great. Oh, the, yeah. That, like, packed house. Packed house, man. Mm-hmm. Packed house. Next night, Memphis. No one was there. Yeah, and we had never played Nashville before. We played yeah. Memphis before. Yeah, and so we were, that, and that was wild. To like, why? You know. Yeah. Uh, so did Black Magic Flower Power. They had a great following mm-hmm. in Memphis, and 
when the uh, bartenders were like, yeah, I think everyone's like scared of the virus. I was like, what? Like that? What? Like, and then I all, just didn't know. Yeah, I didn't have an I, idea. Well, we got there that day and yeah. all the articles start like the article that got me was like Live Nation is canceling all shows for the rest of the year. I said, what? Yeah, dude. What? It's crazy. That, and that, that was it. That was what I knew. It was, it was fucked. <clears throat> so we come back home. Yeah, well, we had to make a tough decision. Yeah. And, I mean, dude, sometimes you got to make tough decisions. I still stand by it, I think. uh, Yeah, well, dude, it was either, you know, drive, what, six, seven hours to Dallas and, you know. Probably play to no one. because Maybe play to no one and make no money, Mm -hmm. you know, and then drive to San Angelo even further away from home. And then, you know, by the time, maybe halfway through, halfway to San Angelo, there is no show. Yeah. And I was like, dude. Yeah, like we can't, we can't put our financial, you know, like not not when it, it, we're just being told that everything's getting canceled and that we're not going to have any more money, like yeah. money coming in. Right. It was like, well, we got to save the little bit that we have. Yeah, you know, to uh, make it home. So uh, we came home and played a homecoming show. Yeah, dude, we drove straight from Memphis, dude. Like that night. Yeah, that night I drove a while that night, and then. Uh, yeah, we rolled into Lafayette I, the next day. Talked to I think it was Camps and dude, I don't I don't remember who it was. It was a touring band. Um, was yeah, uh, garbage garbage people or something like something like that. Garbage people. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I felt like the name was uh, along those yeah, lines. maybe I I don't I just I don't remember who who the other band was, but. Uh, Got in touch with Nick James from the Boom Boom Room and was like, hey, dude, we're coming home. Um, we want to jump on this show. You know, it looks like this is going to be the last hoorah. Yeah. The, yeah, it's March 14th. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty and, sure I'll always remember that date. And, but. dude, we played that show, and the next day, they ex live music. Like in Louisiana, at least. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know yeah. about in- anywhere else, but you know, Texas probably stayed strong for a couple of days. But uh, oh, it was it was it was fucked. And then we didn't know what the fuck to do at that point. Yeah, yeah. it was very like okay. Well, I- well, let's start working on on recording. Yeah, but the 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 drive to do that kind of like. Wasn't really existent at right away. Not right know. away. Well, dude, I was thinking, I was thinking two weeks, man. I was thinking two weeks, oh, yeah. and this thing's over. Like yeah. we're gonna go right back. You know, like how long can this really last? Right. Uh, it wasn't. It it stuck around. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, still shit, around, man. but still around. yeah, not immediately, but uh, and we we'll we'll get to uh, beyond the shadows, but uh, I think. I don't know if we, you know, well, we got home and we had all that studio equipment that we ordered mm-hmm. on yeah. the road. Yeah, yeah. Because we were going to come home and to re- start recording, you know, Beyond the Shadows. And uh, the good thing that came out of it, I mean, we got this beautiful studio that we're sitting in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's probably the only room in the building that's this beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything yeah. else is clean. This one's beautiful. Right. Well, I wouldn't even go that far. But uh Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do our but best. We did uh you know, we created Def Honey Recording Co. And uh started banging out 
recordings, man. Yeah. I think, you know, and that kind of held us over for a while. Um, but it it was still getting darker, man. It was man. weird. I feel like you were here more than I was. I was, I felt like I spent a lot of time those first few months just like in bed at home. Yeah. Um, just kind of sinking, sinking a little bit. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And, but, we kept working, you know, like things like we still ended up finishing Beyond the Shadows, which was yeah. not the e- easiest thing we've ever done either. Right. I mean, that was that was a painful, I think of it as a, a, a painful process. Like it was yeah. fun, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't the experience of like the first record. Oh, no. Kiss Goodbye was like, dude. Easy, that- fun. It was Clown yeah. City USA in the studio. Clown it was City like, USA. Yeah, yeah. dude. Put some bells on it. Yeah. Put some whistles on it. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be great. Put some bells. Put some whistles. Yeah. Some little. Some little candy. Oh, as Paul hey. Broussard likes to call it. Yeah. You wanna. Uh. You want some like a string orchestra at the end of this one? Let's, dude. Let's go for it. Add it. Yeah. This is added. Add it. And uh. But yeah. I mean, if you want to get into Beyond the Shadows, we can get into it because man. Uh. You know the songs were pretty. I don't I don't know that I don't know how dark they were before the pandemic. You know, it it was kinda you know Yeah, because we had a lot of lyrics already written. And yeah. then it's just like a few lines that ended up coming yeah. after after um March twenty twenty. Um which is like the turning point. Yeah. Um But dude, it like, you know, I just don't I know we had lyrics, but not many. Like it was like, you know, well, when we have a full, because we, I know we we wrote some lyrics on the road, but that's that was always kind of like you know draining too. It's like man, like I just can't do this right now. Like, right, we'll do it when we get home because we can't even rehearse it. So I mean, who knows what's yeah. gonna happen? So the album was initially kind of dark, but all of our stuff kind of dark too. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. we roller. Dude, hey, look, hey, dude, Sick Ride's a fucking roller coaster. Okay, we we take you down, we bring it back up. We're like, oh yeah, dude, everything's fine. We're happy. Nope, straight back down to the bottom. <laughs> Come on down to the darkness. And that's life. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, uh, but that was, uh, I think when we got back, when it was t- mid twenty twenty, and like we, I, we like put our head downs and actually started working on that album. That's when it got dark. Yeah. That's when it got like discouraging everything was being taken away and it's like dude like does it even matter does it even matter yeah if we if we finish this in a couple months and put it out are we even gonna put it out because it's like who cares dude there's a people like there's a pandemic going on man and that's all people could think about not to mention all the political stuff that was going on at the time oh true yeah just for a long time uh, we waited like one, even once the album was finished, we waited a while to yeah. release it because we didn't feel that there was a space. Right, like it, it just there wasn't there wasn't there a wasn't. space for 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 music and art in the moment, which is probably um, the time when you needed it most. But but fuck fuck getting in trouble for for yeah, it just didn't seem right to try to promote anything. Yeah, I felt the same all, way when everything else was was just so fucked it seemed like there was more important things that needed to be intention needed to be brought to and it was like not our not our time not yeah. our time to shine um and that dude that 
that sucked, man. I was like, damn, dude. Like we, you know, you get excited about finishing an album. And when we finished it, I was like, okay. Um, you yeah, know? Yeah. What? Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, dude, but yeah, some of the lyrics on there, man, it, it I mean, dude, like it was, it got dark, man. I was, but in like a coffin, dig a hole for all the things I used to love. Yeah. Huh? And that's kind of what we were doing, man. I, dude, I was digging. Dude, I was digging that hole. I guess after we finished it, or no, after we released it. Okay, so we we did it. Do you remember when, like, the month that we released released it? it? January twenty twenty one. It was January. Yeah. Okay, so, so we played like we had that brief time. Um. That things opened back up. That's September. And we played yeah. a couple shows. It was the end of September, or it was October. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was the... Grouse Room. Yeah, the 20-something, and then the last show, we played that Halloween show at the mansion, the yeah. Freetown Mansion. Right. And that was a Saturday, and then Monday, the fucking wreck happened. Oh, the wreck. Yeah, we got to talk about that wreck, man. Yeah. But, but, okay, before we get to that wreck, dude... We got lucky, man. I don't know if it's, I don't know, you know, who knows, but we got lucky, dude, because we played the October 20th, then we, or whatever, then we played the Halloween show, and then we didn't have anything booked. But November, everyone who was playing in November was damn near getting blacklisted. Yeah. Like, dude, people were like, we we were out for blood. Somehow we hit that little window where it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't People know either. Who played a week later, got you can't canceled essentially. Uh, almost, yeah, for playing dude, and almost like um, yeah, we we lucked out. We somehow yeah, like, we skipped that. that. I was like, whoops, <laughs> just gonna skip on, just gonna scoot through the back I mean, here. That never happened. I swear. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you know, I don't know. November, what day was it? The eleventh? Who knows? But or the. I think that's actually pretty close. The November tenth, I think, mm-hmm. when uh, you you were Matt Bro, and then you were Matt Broke. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like it was like the third because it was right. I mean, it was that Monday after Halloween. So it oh, was, it was it okay. was November second. I think I think it was the second. Um, and yeah, for those of you who don't know the story, I was uh. We were driving to Chick Fil A with my uh, partner at the time, and she was driving, and I was in the back seat. My sister was in the front seat, and we at the intersection of Mud and um, uh, what's that other fucking street? Moss. Moss. Uh, we were t-boned. Moss's boss. Uh, and fucking old broke my goddamn hip, shattered my hip. Yeah. Uh, fucking broke my shoulder. Cracked up a couple ribs. There's this whole fucking thing. Um, you cracked your pelvis in three spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to Dude. go into surgery. Um, the craziest shit that happened. This is my favorite, like most scary part of the whole thing. When I got in the ambulance, um, the pain. That you know, the pain was. I used to have a dream of getting a motorcycle, and now I don't. Yeah, because fuck that. Right, <laughs> I can ever. imagine. Like, oh, it was bad, and 
I needed something for the pain. So they were, they were like, okay, we're going to give you fentanyl. Um, I was like, fucking bring it on, bring yeah, it on, like, whatever, um, something. And one guy, there was two dudes in the two EMTs in the ambulance, one left. The other guy was preparing the dose. He was going to put my IV. And then the other guy walked in. And right before he like put it into my IV, the guy was like, oh, wait, man, you have to dilute that first. Oh, like would have <laughs> killed you on sight. I, I guess you know I don't know that much about how that all works, but oh. that scared the fuck out of me, and I always remember that. You're like, just like, dude, never mind. Like, yeah, 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 Katie and ambulance. Good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Train your fucking people. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I had surgery. I got like twelve screws in my hip now, and uh, three months later, after that, it took about three or four months to recover, and back to normal and then uh gotten another fucking wreck <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah man and, and okay but you, you i was driving this time totaled my car yeah. but it was not our fault whatsoever i was we were run off the road yeah and the car uh, flipped into a ditch and we were fine thank thank god but and um, they ran yeah and they ran they didn't stop but luckily there was a uh, there was an old couple and the guy was like a veteran behind yeah. us so he they confirmed the whole story to the cops because the cops were definitely looking at me like mm, right i don't know yeah yeah you're like dude well, they're like they're like you're pretty calm yeah I'm like yeah because we almost died three months ago like i'm <laughs> i'm we've been through this we know what to do yeah you know? <laughs> yeah like dude this is nothing but hey i mean you know at least you weren't in a in a benzo you weren't in a maserati you were in the tribute Dude. I was in the tribute. Yeah, this the is Mazda not tribute. The greatest car in the world. It's just a tribute. <laughs> Mazda tribute. R.I.P. Man, that, dude, that you thing. know anything about vehicles? Anything at all? Oh, um, this the transmission went out at a hundred thousand miles. Just gone. This yeah, is dude. this was not the greatest car in the world. It was just tribute. It was just, yeah, <laughs> just tribute. dude. You didn't have power power steering for like seven months. After that. Like <laughs> I was like, dude, go fix it, man, please. Uh, but dude, that thing, but dude, you had, you had some issues in that car, man, dude, there was not one corner that wasn't, wasn't, didn't have, uh, some kind of packing tape yeah, uh, this dude, this dude bust out the, the, uh, wood screws, just like, yeah, I'm gonna screw my bumper back on real quick, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and I was like, okay, guy, you, uh, well, hey, man, at least, yeah, at least one time I did have a sticker on the back that said, this is not the greatest car in the world. This is just a tribute. Yeah. The amount of people I saw at drive-thrus with their phones out. Yeah. Taking pictures taking, of it. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Dude, no, it's, it was, that thing was, man. Brighten people's day. <laughs> that thing was bad luck, dude. So yeah, that, good riddance. And then at that point, I think like a week later, I decided, um, I was like, Ugh. I was already kind of on the fence about moving to Memphis with uh, my partner. And I was like, um you know what, uh, all this COVID shit, like we haven't been able to do anything. Like I need a fresh start, need something. And well, also had, felt, also felt like the drivers in Lafayette were trying to kill me. So yeah, but was, you had, a, <laughs> yeah, dude, oh, sometimes man. But, uh, so we moved to Memphis where she was from, but and, you, but you also had a lot of time. Like you had like some fucking depressing downtime with that, with, with, with the, the wreck. with the injury. Oh, you my know, God, like, yeah. I mean, we were just, that was uh, I I got well. There was the 
the fucking medicine, you know? Yeah. The, the pain meds that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That kind of got really fucking hooked on. Yeah. Um, eventually I ran out. They wouldn't give me any more. So I started taking partners and then, yeah. you know, it, it just, it got real bad. Um, life without that, it was yeah. never, I don't feel like I've ever been the same since I got hooked on that for a little, for that period. Well, got off of them finally. Well, didn't that give you some like anxiety? Like, like I think, like I remember yeah, you okay. had a couple well, of attacks like, when I had to quit them uh, and like really ran out. And I'm not great with like buying illegal drugs. Like I don't know any dealers of anything. I'm not very good with that. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like I have long hair. I like I profile hey, me. Come up to me. Try to sell me some drugs. For hey, all dude, you listening, give me a call. Man. <laughs> Next time, give me a call. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Totally cute. But, uh, yeah, when, when I quit, like, it just sent me into this this ridiculous anxiety where I essentially wake up and, like, if I – I would – the anxiety was so bad I would, I would, like, bawl my eyes out until I either, like, smoked enough weed to calm down or was just literally too tired of crying, like, too exhausted. Jesus. Yeah. And it was like that for weeks and weeks. Um and and the weed wasn't actually really helping. It was just kind of like making it somewhat bearable. Yeah. You know? So then I had to I had to kind of like wean off of that too, even though it's not addictive. It was still kind of like kind of addictive. Well, you, I mean, you can do too much of anything. Yeah. And then yeah, and it wasn't. It at was some point. It was dabs. I mean, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy. <laughs> Concentrate. Which uh, there's some doctors that were telling me that, that there's that can have something to do with the weird stomach anxiety I was feeling too. Like that something about the wax accumulating, like in your stomach can give you these really weird stomach feelings. Um, but yeah, that was really hard to get over. That took a long time. Um, and then, yeah, when the second wreck happened, it was just, it was just, everything was fucked. Like it was really kind of all falling apart, all falling apart. Me not knowing where the fuck, what the fuck I am, who the fuck I am, what the fuck I'm doing. And then for you to play drums after an injury like that, it's yeah, like... Yeah, it was scary too. Man, like, you're like... like I'm like, I didn't think I'd ever be able to play. I was terrified to get back on the drum set, like, because I didn't know. I was yeah. like, well, what have I lost? You right. know, like, uh, even when I could, it was like, oh, I don't know, like, kind of want to wait. Um, yeah. So, ran away. Ran dude, the fuck away for two months. This dude <laughs> ran away, man. <laughs> And dude, Which. at the time, I was like, "Look, man, you got to do what you got to do. I'm not gonna be the guy to tell you to not do it, you know." Um, but deep down inside, I didn't want you to go. Of course, yeah. I try. I tried to convince you to move too. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." Well, we <laughs> Which, met some strange characters out there, man. Yeah, that was an interesting experience. Um, that's. Well, yeah. I mean, do you, I mean, do you want to tell some of that? We don't have to. I'm not. I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, yeah, let I me mean, just talk about the scenario. Yeah. yeah, it's just so Matt broke um, is talking about. You know, he's like, you know, man, maybe we can make this cool move to Memphis. There's there might be an opportunity out there for us. Which come to find out, there actually kind of wasn't. Uh, well, it, it it was. It just yeah. wasn't. It didn't pan out. So right. Uh, it looked really good. There was a, a brand new record label that was starting. They had just bought a huge, you know, very expensive building in downtown Memphis, and they were building this studio, and they were going to start a record label. Yeah. Um, 
and like kind of coffee shop thing where uh, newer artists could like work in the coffee shop to um, have money while they're work making their records and stuff. And it looked like a really cool opportunity. So we set up this meeting to go to Memphis and meet with them and uh, see if see if it was worthwhile. Because I really wanted, you know, I didn't want to move without without you. I mean, yeah. it was like clearly I was like, <laughs> that was the big thing in my head. I was like, fuck, I don't want to leave this incredible band we have, but I also don't want to leave my partner. Like I want to go, you know? Yeah. So really, really torn in that moment, uh, and especially in, in – if it hadn't been for all that COVID, I, you know, that would never be a question in my mind. But because of COVID and everything that we weren't really allowed to be doing things, it was like, I need I need something. I need a f- refresher. You know, I need some kind of yeah, change. Something different, you know. So we went, we did the meeting, and... We actually did tour the studio. Oh, yeah. It was pretty much built, dude. And yeah, it, it was, was nice. Badass. No, it was great. It was a beautiful studio. Right, I they, was like, damn, I, I don't dude. even want to know how much they spent on this thing. And this dude, is like... Some of the guitars they had in there, I was like, Jesus, man, yeah. like, like, dude, this is like, it was nice, man. But it was weird from the second we arrived. Yeah, yeah, it was a little strange, man. It was strange, and, um, and never felt right. Yeah, the well, the meeting, you know, with the main guy, yeah. he was kind of in charge. You know, we were kind of talking to the his uh, pro- assistant, I guess would yeah, be a I good would, term. Yeah, his um. The main guy, we had, you know, we had a sit down meeting with him in the, in the coffee shop, and like we're talking about kind of whatever. And um, when he asked, when he uh, asked us about, or maybe he asked me about something. Um, so he was like, you know, like you have to have a show, you have to put on a sh- like, you know, whatever. And he's like, so what, you know, I guess kind of like, what do y'all do or whatever? And that that was like red flag number one. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, you wait. I was like, you don't know what we look like on you know stage, dude. On sta- like, like, we have the show. Like, that's yeah. all. You know, <laughs> like, you do you not know what we wear? Like, like, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, okay, so, you know. And then he kind of, I think, once, you know, we had both started talking. I kind of started explaining how we run Sick Ride as a business and what we were doing already. And uh, it kind of came to the point for me, you know. I I think he just didn't realize that we were like grinding that hard yeah. you know like we're yeah. our own managers dude we do all the booking like we do we, hey we keep it pro baby yeah that's what we do yeah. we're we just keep it pro that's how you got to do it and dude if you're not get on that level we never started with the intention of signing to to a label or anything. no this was just like oh well let, let's just see you know but and we never even got a clear answer answer as to what the offer was either, right which yeah. was frustrating it was just like well, yeah. what? He was kind of like, well, "What? What do you want us to do for you?" And I was like, "Well, what can you do, man?" Because like, yeah, I think they were under the of... impression that we just wanted to move to Memphis. Yeah. Period, and you know that that could end up working too. Like, but like we could start helping them out and whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, no, man. Like we're doing, we're kind of doing. It's like this meeting for me personally is kind of like." What are you offering What's, us? Yeah, what, what what would we gain from this? Why would we want to do this, you know? Like, yeah, you have this great list of all these people you worked with. You've, you're yeah. very high up in the industry, but like, let's, like, I, yeah, it's impressive, but impressive doesn't yeah. 
doesn't mean shit. Yeah, you I was know? like, well, like, what about right now? Like, what are you doing right now? Yeah. You know, like, what? Um, I don't know, man. It, yeah, it just yeah, seems... And it never felt right either. I mean, that, that yeah. was... It was definitely weird. So we didn't end up deciding to do anything with the band with them. Right. Uh, but I still moved to Memphis. Yeah. Um, for like two months. Um, worked at the weed shop. Worked at the CBD yeah, store. Man. Ounce of Hope. Little plug, man. Right by Hattie B's, dude. You know right that? Right across from Hattie B's. You know that boy had that fiery booty hole? Every day. Dude. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's good, man, but... It's a real cool city, man. I loved uh I loved everything about the city. It was awesome. Um It is a cool city, man. Mm-hmm. It's dude, it's yeah. It's very, really very it's really rad. Cool. Uh cool music scene aside from just like just the the famous stuff from there, just the soul and stuff. But yeah. everything there was a huge punk music scene there. Uh really cool spot. The uh relationship I was in it didn't end up working out, so um Fast forward those two months, and I was like, you know what? What the, honestly, what the fuck am I doing here? Uh, the, a lot of things started to change for me. I, you know, part of the reason I had to come up with enough reasons for myself to move to Memphis, so that I wasn't just doing it, you know, just for my significant other. Yeah, it had to make sense for me too. And uh, one of the reasons I had given myself was that I wanted to be, you know, more open about sexuality, and wanted to, you know, I felt that things were more accepted there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I got there, I was like, oh, wait, you know, this is, yeah, things are accepted here, but they're, but I'm just like, all I can think about is every, like, the people at home who are still dealing with, yeah, you know, the issues here. Like, I feel like I'm running away to a safe place when people at home need help. Yeah. You know, and if I want to be someone who changes, so is the, changes the world, which has always been kind of the thing mm-hmm. um then why the fuck wouldn't i start where i know the most i know the most people i have the most influence right you know um yeah so it was a lot of good reasons to come back main being this band yeah. you know yeah for and sure. it took me about one fucking day to decide um, right well dude <laughs> didn't you uh didn't you like you signed a lease and i think or these you signed a lease for a place and then like was it like three days later that you were just like nope, oh yeah no i was there for a month and then oh, really uh, oh, yeah, i okay. signed a lease i was there for a month and and uh told him the situation and he was so funny this cat was like 80 years old and he had the yellow aviators um he he would always like he lived it's this beautiful old house um and I lived on the third story apartment, and dude, he would have he would have women in there all the time, like older ladies coming through left and right, just hanging out with him. Booty calls, really? Booty calls, dude. This guy was like eighty, man, just killing it out there. And uh, when I told yellow. him the whole situation that happened, he was like, "We'll just find another girlfriend." I was like, <laughs> "No, you're man, like, it's not." <laughs> you're like, dude, look, man, it's I'm not, not that simple, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing what you do. I'm man. not a pro. Like I don't you, have okay? the yellow aviators, bro. <laughs> I mean, let me borrow them for a little while. Yeah. So he was understanding. It was all good. Um, and moved back and hit hit the ground running, man. Just came back and really. Um, that first, I'll never forget that first night that I can't, got back in town. Mm-hmm. Or no, I came back just to see how things felt for a weekend. I oh, yeah, yeah. For a weekend. I do remember and that. Got in at like 1 o'clock in the morning. 
I met you at Grocery Tavern. Oh yeah, and uh, we got blackout drunk. Our boy Josh Wells was there, and I walked through the door, and he he saw me, he saw you, and he grabbed the biggest fucking bottle of whiskey they had, and he set it on the on the fucking, yeah, on the bar <laughs> on the bar, and said, "You guys have a good night." Yeah, he knew he knew like. We well, we had some we had some shit yeah to catch up to on, catch on. <laughs> and uh, yeah I think they were closing too and he's just like dude just just take this yeah it's like okay man yeah dude. and that and we stayed up to like fucking seven a.m. yeah just pulling on just, that whiskey just just talking about fucking everything I felt I, and I had felt like we hadn't talked like that yeah since before COVID. Right, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, that we hadn't, I hadn't felt that close to you in a long fucking time. We talked about how all that that happened, the move, everything was necessary. Yeah. It was necessary to, to bring it back, make it stronger, um, and con- confirm that what we're doing is, is worth it. Is worth it, yeah. you know, and is, is you're not going to find it very right. easily anywhere else. Um, right. Um, yeah, man. No, I, I think, yeah, I still, you know, change of pace sometimes kind of, it's sometimes it's needed, man, just to kind of go somewhere else to kind of see what you're missing back where it got stale, yeah. you know, like just like kind of get it unstale again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after, and then after that, um, I think we had another wave of COVID. I think it was Delta time. It was, oh, it was Delta it was time. Delta time. Let me uh, time. let me get a little piss real quick. And yeah, a beer before let's, Delta time happens. Well, let's take a little break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah. So before we continue with what we were talking about, I really want to touch on the uh, the debate we were having the other day about the um, the the triplet thing. Triplet thing. Yeah. One Mardi Gras. Remember we were talking about yeah how. You know, it makes sense. Like twins make sense because there's two boobs, one for each nursing. Oh, you're talking about nipples. Oh, yeah. And and I was saying, look, there's no way for us to really know because there isn't that mothers of triplets don't have three nipples. <laughs> you know what, dude? I'm pretty sure they don't. I'm sure they just kind of yeah, swap but you've around. Never, you've never seen. I mean, I don't know. I, I okay. No, I haven't. Who's to say that isn't an evol- evolutionary adaptation that's that's made when someone has quintuplets or something? I don't. They don't just appear, though. I'm not talking about a whole other boob. I'm just talking about another nipple, right? On the same boob. No, that's wrong. That's I. I'm gonna go on a, out on the limb here. I think you're wrong. Well, I I just want the listeners to like think about this on their uh, you know. Um, we can agree to disagree. That's fine, dude. You have an interesting uh, take on that, and you know, maybe, but maybe it's right in the center. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I, I don't think it's an interesting take. I think I'm the only one trying to get down to the bottom of this. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know what? Next time you see a lady with triplets, say, "Hey, you mind if I just see them knockers?" <laughs> you know what? Maybe just try that. Okay. Um, well, yeah. I mean, thank you for your suggestions. Well, okay. Good. Good luck. <laughs> okay. So. Where were we? We were on the on the Delta kick. Delta nine. 
Not Delta eight. Delta eight <laughs> on the Delta eight, dude. Yeah, dude. Hey, it's real, man. I'm I'm all about the Delta eight. Oh yeah. But um, so you moved back to town. We kind of started, you know, I think messing or like kind of starting to work on some songs. I think, well, we released. Um, yeah, because I moved in over here. I was living here for a while. Yeah. So I was here 23 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, dude. For a while. And uh, we, uh, so yeah, we released uh, Sexcapade on Valentine's Day 2021. Then we released. Our most recent single, uh, "Midnight Love," which, dude, it's it's banger city. It's banger oh, USA. My gosh, yeah. Okay, if you haven't heard it, go check it out. Uh, you know when it gets to that point in the set and it feels so different, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's banger. It's it's banger. Yeah, I mean, not to toot our own horn, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we got disco shoes and we got that one. Okay, fucking yeah, there you go. Get off my ass. Okay? <laughs> Those are great ones. Those yeah, are the hits. The hits. So, anyway, um, I think after that, man, like, I, I, we had, there was, like, they, they, as in, like, I guess the government and the CDC. Uh, yeah. Like, stage, what? Powers that be. Stage three or whatever, when they gave us, like, some hope, like, some light at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> you know? And they're like, oh, no, dude, live music, you know, we can kind of play again. I was like, okay. And then the Delta variant hit, and then they were like, oh, you know what? Never mind. And that's when your boy started to get a little ticked off. Okay, I was yeah. getting a little impatient. I was like, man, now I'm really feeling some kind of way. Um, and, that, and that was kind of like what I said in the beginning, like talking about, well, what about the next one? What about the next one? When yeah. the variants started happening, that was like, here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. You know? I think, and yeah, you, I think you were probably more prepared for that than I was. Cause I was like, no way, man. No way. Like, yeah. There's light at the end of the tunnel. We're, we're on our way out. Oh, yeah. I was never ready. I'm still not even ready to accept that, that things are back open, like wholeheartedly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, well, I'm at right. Cause they're not everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Not everywhere else. That's why. Uh, but anyway. Um, so yeah, so I mean, we had those songs, but those songs were already done. We weren't like working on music, really. You know, like those songs were all recorded, pretty much mixed. There wasn't really a whole lot of work to do on them. And then they're like, "Oh, never mind, no more live music. Cancel all your plans." Once again, we cancel all the plans. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's when I started to go down the rabbit hole, man. Mm-hmm. I started to go way down, dude. It was getting dark um you know and i think what the what kind of made me uh disappointed in myself i think was that like i started hating everything dude Mm -hmm. i started hating like i started hating music i started hating live shows i was like dude everything is just I don't know, man. Like maybe it's probably just because I'm. I've, I and I felt that for a long time too because we talked about it. Like, really, just didn't like going to live shows at all because it all felt. You just didn't feel right. It felt like like the word you used was cringe. Yeah, it just felt like inadequate. Like like yeah, just not like what, are we, like we're trying. So like I felt like everyone there in the the between the crowd and the band 
was just trying. Yeah, and there was but still, not really, not really. Yeah, there was still succeeding. A, there was still a black cloud over the whole right. thing, dude. People are still scared. Yeah, you know? and like, that's not there's a black cloud of fear over us. You know, and that's not my idea of what rock and we, roll is about. Yeah, or what we try to do for a show. It's about you know, freedom, it's like you know, man, like the black cloud is like the the last thing that you can have. Yeah, uh, it's like how do you get engaged when there is that hanging over? So like that's when I kind of started. Um, just hating everything. Yeah. And that sucked. That was like, I was like, man, like, I can't believe this is how I feel about this. Because, you know, for since 2009, this was my life, dude. Like, music was like always my number one. Like, there's no change in that for me. So to actually have a thought about like, yeah, quitting and pursuing something else. Yeah. Well, it is. It, I, well, I turned strange. Yeah. And, and I, like when I started hating all that, I I turned the gun on me, man, because I'm like, am I am I cringe? Yeah. Like, is what I is my songwriting? Do I suck at this? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it just gave so much time to um, get inside your head, man. Because mm-hmm. and it was, dude, it was embedded inside my head. I was like, man, this is just miserable, dude. Like, I I don't want to see your band. I don't want to see your band. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't want to listen to it, dude. Like, I wasn't listening to music. Like, no, nothing yeah. was interesting. I'm just like, man, this is like, this is sad. Like, this is making me sad. So, um, that that went on for a while, and I think I'm like, I'm, um, getting out of it. I don't know if I'm fully out of the woods with that yet, but. But I'm right. Well, I'm I'll, right. I'll, I'll say real quick that the 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 fucking the amount of absolute fucking bangers that have come out of you in the last couple of months. I think you're out of it. But <laughs> but those are secrets for now. Yeah, yeah. Can't talk about can't talk about the secret bangers. But uh, that aren't done. And you know who knows if they'll get finished. Uh, no, they they will get finished. But. Um, no, I'm right there, dude. I'm right. I'm right on the edge of the woods. And being that we had that show, uh, what was it last weekend? Two week last weekend? Yeah, last weekend. Yeah, with the dirty nasty boys. Oh, damn nasty boys! Yeah, I'm wearing their shirt right now. Yeah, you are, dude. I'm in the cult. You're, dude. You're you're culted up. I'm man. in the cult. You're drinking Kool Aid after this. This is one of the this is one of the coolest, funnest shows that we've probably ever done. The nasty boys. They're from Wisconsin. And uh, we got hooked up with them through our our friends Black Magic Flower Power that we toured with. We were on tour with when COVID hit. Um, Yeah. They brought us on the road with them, and we did like 30 dates with them. It was a fucking blast. It's It's so much more fun touring with another band. Yeah. Yeah. because you could talk to more people. You, besides. Yeah, I got more than just just Tony to yeah. talk to. You know, sometimes I get boring. Which, man. yeah, you know, sometimes yeah. I get fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, well, this is how it goes. But yeah, no. So, um, I think that show, man. I think it was just because, <clears throat> like, I finally had that, like, uh, which is kind of sound kind of funny, but I had that that hungover show sensation, and I probably was kind of hungover, but like. You know, I don't know. Like when I'm hungover and I have to play a show, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you've always said that since, since and it, the beginning. And when I get up there, there's like zero nerves. I'm just like, yeah, dude, 
Mm-hmm. It's all good. <laughs> and and that makes me like I'm just like since I don't care since I there's no I feel fear. Like that's how I felt about every show since we started playing live again. Like our first ones were in September with Black Magic. Oh yeah, at Boom Boom Room and uh, September of this year or last year, yeah, 2021. Yeah. Um, every every show since we started playing again has felt like that for me. Like the amount of pressure that I don't put on myself anymore. Yeah. It, it's just, I don't know if it's a, a if it's a maturity or just everything that happened. You know. Right. Um, I hope that it's more of a maturity thing. I think so, <laughs> but I mean, but dude, our the way that we operate, like, you know, here's a little secret for you bands out there. We rehearse a lot, yeah. like before a show, dude. And and probably not as much as we used to. Yeah. But dude, ideal ideal is every day of that week before yeah. the show. Yeah. And for sure. usually the week before. And usually the week before. Yeah. The- so, you know, and late lately it's been like okay, like we're it's nine days away. We'll hit every single nine day, you know, until. Mm-hmm. But I mean, before that, it was like we were doing like two days at one point. Like we do two oh, yeah, sets a yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. And um, dude, you just and that. It makes it so much easier because you get mm. up there. It's like, man, I can, you know, even if something goes you wrong, don't, you don't. I feel, I feel like it's like you don't want to be having to worry and think about what you're playing. Yeah, you want it to be muscle memory because there's going to be a million other distractions up there when you actually get up there. Yeah. So if it feels like boring in rehearsal and like you're just going through the motions then it's probably going to be great on stage because you'll be going through those motions and experiencing everything else is happening right and not have to worry that you're going to be sub playing the right thing you know yeah uh not have to focus too much where you can enjoy the the flow of the energy that's happening right and dude yeah that's that's how i felt last weekend i was like oh so much yeah we bought, dude. We brought some old songs back, man. We brought some, dude. We dropped some "A Kiss Goodbye" bangers on them, and I was oh, like, yeah. I forgot. Vampire came back, man. I forgot that I liked this song. <laughs> yeah, I almost forgot I wrote this song. Yeah, you, know, right. you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, dude. I think, and you know, that's how things go. You get caught up playing the new stuff and wanting to change it up. But it, you know, playing the new stuff is great. It's cool, but. When you get a break from those old ones and you go back to them, it's like, oh, dude, we're about to rip yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, 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 it honestly, it feels like a new song at this point. Yeah. You know, like Vampire did because we haven't played that one in so long. Right. That when we played it again, it's like, well, you play it so much better because you're better because you've been practicing. And, and it almost feels like a new song because, it's like, oh, wait, like, we can do this so much better now, right? Because we've progressed as musicians. Yeah. So um, the set change breathes this new life into it. That it's like, oh my god, right, right, yeah. The I mean, the set changed, and um, as far as like technical stuff, um, you know, we have the we got all those bells and whistles now, mm-hmm. just right along with us, you know. And it, I, dude, it makes such a difference. Like when I hear like the synth come in, I'm just like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yes. Give me that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what I need to hear right now. Like, needed that. I, I definitely think that's what has taken things to kind of like the next level as far as the the way the the set feels and sounds. You know, yeah. Um, it changed the whole thing. 
adding adding the track and uh, yeah, you know, it was, it, we fought with it for a long time. You know, whether yeah. of whether to do that or not, mm-hmm. um, ethically, right? Um, but at some point, man, it's it's about the show. At some point, it's about the show, and and <laughs> it was like you could. We played the shit. We played the shit on the record. Yeah, you know, it's like it, it, yeah. Oh yeah, all oh it, all the that whole thing of like oh well, you're not really playing it live is so stupid at this point. It's like well, I mean yeah, it's like one of us played it though. Come on, yeah. yeah. Like, like you want you want me to fucking play it live? Well, we put the bass on the backing track and I'll play this. Uh, You want, me, you want me to sit on a fucking keyboard and play that? I'll sit there and play it for you all day. Yeah. But it's going to be boring. Like, it's more interesting to see me play it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. And uh, I think that's funny about all those synth parts. Like, I don't know who played what. Oh, no, no. <laughs> fucking like, clue. Especially a lot of the vocals, too. Like Some of them get kind of lost. I mean, I, I have a pretty good memory of what I sang and what yeah. I didn't sing. But as far as other people being able to tell. Yeah. I, I've noticed a lot that I'm like, I'm like, that is definitely Trent. And someone's like, you sure that isn't you? Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. How can, <laughs> how can you not tell the difference? Like, right. But, right. Well, but it, is, it is our own. Most people you know. can't. Yeah. It, uh, and I, I like, as far as like falsettos and harmonies, no fucking clue. Oh, yeah. No. No. Yeah. Harmonies. Dude. If it's not very present, it's hard to figure it out. Yeah. So, I mean, in uh, Beyond the Shadows, we recorded every single thing here here at Def Honey Recording Co., mm-hmm. our, our little oasis. That's um, fucking right. We did have some help from um, Paul Broussard at Leaf Studios. Couple, the mixing and couple mastering mixing. department. Yeah, yeah. dude, because, uh, dude, you get tired. Yeah. I'm like, I can't hear it anymore. I don't know. I don't know if the synth is too loud now. Yeah, I don't know if I if we're gonna if we'll get to a point where we feel like we can like accurately from start to finish track, mix and master something. Yeah. Just with our ears on it. Because yeah. I mean fuck, that's, that's you hear kinda, it that's kinda fucking scary. <laughs> like Yeah, you I, listen to it a thousand times and you're like, dude, like I I would always rather probably get someone else to mix it, you know? Yeah. Um just yeah. have just have that different that different look on it. We had it we had it pretty close though. Like oh I mean, yeah, I think it was it was very close. Well, it was at the point where like we could have sent it off, yeah, to anybody and just had it mixed without us even needing to be there. Right. Yeah. Because um, it was there. It was mm-hmm. all like all right. You know, this is the blueprint. You know, if there's something that you hear that's not quite yeah whatever. Um, but you know, I always want to be present. With the mixing, because like some people are like, "Man, a synth is too loud." I'm like, "No, dude, no, it needs to be louder." It's, it's yeah. there. Yeah, the guitars <laughs> too loud. The vocals aren't loud enough. Um, yeah, I'm like, wrong. "No, no, we want it wrong." And that's the beauty of, um, you know, not taking some of the offers that uh, that you get. Yeah, you know, because you it's get to control, that control, dude. Maintain, main, maintain, maintain control, and. Uh, you know, that's because I I would start getting frustrated if someone was trying to change my art. You know, yeah, like, I can't imagine. Oh no, the label needs it to sound like this. I'm like, well, dude, 
that's not how I want to present it though. Yeah. You know, that's not the, that wasn't the idea. Mm-hmm. Artist, so. artist, not artist. Okay. <laughs> let me do, <laughs> let, let this fucking work, dude. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, but it is frustrating. I mean, we're not perfect. I mean, there's a lot of days that I was in here that not. we were in here and I'm like, oh, dude, like I can't, I can't play on time today, man. Like, especially like recording, uh, separate, like recording, uh, bass over drums and, and shit like that. I just be like, oh, dude, I just, I can't play on time today. <laughs> and, and, and I don't think either one of us like have the, the idea that like, we have the best idea that we like. I don't think that I have the best ideas. I'm already always willing to hear a better idea. Yeah. But when there's when it's something that's like an instance where there could be a million good ideas for what to do here, and there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. It, it's just it's just that it, could be annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. That's but, probably I mean, the best word for it. Y- yeah, I mean, you and I, we I think we do well with that because I mean. I think you and I both like to work for the song. Yeah. Not for our ego. And it's with two people, it's like, there's a good chance that if one of us doesn't have it, the other one's got it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, if neither one of us have it, you just, we just wait. Yeah. Wait. Or if the, if the part that we have is good enough, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, it's actually yeah. like, I listen to it the next day. I'm like, actually, it's fine like that. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't really, I, you know, like becoming indifferent with it. It's like, sure. Like knowing when, when the work's done, knowing yeah when to stop fucking with the song. Yeah, dude. Because you can start to ruin it. You start quick. ruining it, dude. And, like, got to put it out, man. Because, mm-hmm. like, there, there's a... I don't know. There's a point that's like, dude, I don't know. There's a point where you start going backwards. And, like, some people can realize it, some people don't. But it's like, man, like, with... Um, I don't know, maybe Midnight Love or whatever it might have been, like one of our recent ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that one, yeah. It's just like, dude, like, we just got to let it go. I'm just like, let it go. Midnight Love, we sat on forever because we always, like, I always felt like it needed something else. I felt like there was something missing. Yeah. Um, but we were also sitting on it because we knew it was it was hot and, like, wanted it to come out at the right time. Yeah. And we finally decided, to, like, fuck it. Let's just fucking throw it out there. Yeah. Kind of like, Everything we've done, yeah, <laughs> since a kiss goodbye, literally, or, or maybe literally. shatter, but uh, yeah, it's kind of like yeah, I, we I like we don't love PR. <laughs> no, no, I we should probably be, get better at it because that's we are not pro with that. No, but I kind of like the surprise factor, man. Me too. I'm like announce it a day before and just drop it and just be like, oh yeah, that's it. Well, that's that's what some of COVID I think has done for us is like really not giving a fuck in that sense, like. Yeah. You should. You totally should. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, everyone should, and but in all honesty, the records kind of like when when the records come out. If I'm happy, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then honestly, I don't. I'm so tired of listening to it at that point. I'm just like, yeah, dude. Yeah, it is what it, it is. Throw it out. Like <laughs> it's cool. Um, we enjoy playing it live. So I'm like, that's all I need. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I hated the song playing it live if i hated playing it then i'd be like well let's just not release it because i don't want right. to have to play it you know but dude yeah i think uh you know everything that we've kind of just let go because it was just time to let it go i think i still like playing those songs mm-hmm. so it's not a 
It's not too bad. So, yeah. Where do you think, uh, where do you think live music's headed? Hmm. Do you think we're, do you think we're almost out of the woods? I think we're, I think we see the light. That is fucking hard to say. I I don't know. I don't, you know, personally right now, live music is like, I think if live music is fucked, everything else is fucked. Okay. But do you think it is right now? I I have no fucking clue. I'm scared. Well, I don't think it is right now. I'm scared of what may be coming. Okay. I'm operating as if it's not. Mm-hmm. But like in the back of my mind, it's happened to you before. Like yeah, it's happened. I'm before. working on some, some some like wilderness survival skills kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, that far. <laughs> that dude, kind dude of thing. Thinks, dude thinks it's all going to come crashing no, down. No, I mean you know. That's that's where I'm at with it. I don't think it's going to be live music specifically. I think if live music gets fucked, it's going to be everything else is getting fucked too. Um, so I'm going to just keep operating as if it's not. Yeah. You know, just rock and roll. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure, man. I mean, it seems like right now um, that everything's. I mean, at least here, at least in Lafayette, it seems Def- like definitely here. It feels that way. And I mean, even, uh, you know, I'm sure that uh, New Orleans is a little more kind of hard up on the mask thing, but they're doing French Quarter Fest that we're on. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's that's a that's huge. Jazz Fest is happening. Yeah. And and they and they just did Mardi Gras in New Orleans, which is like, dude, if you did that, then I mean, you can kind of do music festivals around the country are happening. Yeah, it's true. Very real. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where it, where it could be heading. Um, I just don't see that. Like, if they try to do, if they try to like pull like a um, another uh, shutdown type of thing, I just don't see people caring anymore as much. Yeah, like you know, people were kind of you know, people were scared up until you know. And, but well, it's I like think- anything. It's like the first time it happens. Yeah. Yeah. What about the second time it happens? What about the third? Like, people are going to get desensitized to it. Yeah. If it does happen again like that and and move towards, like, the just total not giving a fuck about oh, yeah, it. Yeah, your mic's falling off the table. Oh, dude. it's fine. Yeah. Just got to yeah. get a little, a little screwball. Oh, no. It's all fucking screwballed around. Hold on. <laughs> Y'all bear with me on this. Okay. Can... Oh, yeah. There you go. All right, we're rocking and rolling again. We're okay, back. We're back. Good. We're back with Tony Brown and the sound. Uh, I mean, Tommy Gold in the sound with Tommy Gold. <laughs> it's Tony Rico to you, man. The one, the myth, the only. Well, dude, they don't call me the Grand American Champion of the Universe. No, so. they fucking don't. They absolutely. <laughs> oh, you're a silly boy, silly boy. Well, um, I guess a few more things before we uh, wrap it up. Do you have any? Do you have any favorite uh, sick ride moments or f- any favorite? Um, I just didn't realize I was gonna have to freestyle. What? You said a few more things before we wrap it. <laughs> before we wrap it up. You are a silly boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Ignore that. Hey guys. Um. Actually, you can call me uh, Dad Joke. Uh, J- Dad Joke Johnny. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm here. He's here for all the dad jokes. Slightly queer. All right, go ahead. Uh, no, well, I just asked. 
It's. I think you have to go ahead. Do you have a favorite sick ride moment? A favorite, uh, you know. I can't answer this question with a video of you. Oh, no, you can't. Damn it. Or a picture. No. No. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, favorite sick ride moment. Or, or I don't know, maybe uh, uh, tour time. Tour time? Because I can talk about Chapel Hill all day long. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the one the one that just, like, the first one that came to my head was the um, the first time we went to Orlando. Oh, yes, and met, man. And met... Uh, Jason Jay- Michaels. Jason Michaels. Jason Paul Michaels. Dude rips, man. And such a good dude. And uh hang out with Marguerite and She rips. That night that just the four of us we played that show and the four of us hung out yeah. all night, you know, just talking about everything, man. Like that was one of my that was probably one of my the highest I've ever felt in this sick ride. Just like the natural like uh, it felt like I think yeah, dude. I, man, I remember. Experience. God, I remember beautiful that fucking experience because it felt like we were doing it for the first time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like oh man, we are a we are a touring band. Yeah, like and and dude, and we have been for like probably at that point it was probably what two weeks mm-hmm. we were already on the road. Yeah, you know, I mean, and they we, just gave us so much respect and so much like that it it it. It felt so real, you know, and it was yeah. like, okay, this is this is really happening. Like we're making, we're out here making lifelong friends. Yeah, man. Like, and and they are, you know. Yeah. So we still talk to this day. It's like, uh, there's so many people out there like that. Just in the six months of touring we did. Yeah. Like we could probably name, you know, a good fifteen people. Oh, dude, that, maybe more, than maybe that. more yeah. that are, that are lifelong friends, yeah. like like people that I would call if I was in if I needed to get bailed out, kind of shit. Yeah. Like, um, so for those of you who don't know, Jason Michaels um, uh, is basically Standard Motorcycle Co. Mm-hmm. slash Club. Dude's badass, man. He's like a motor. He's like a motorcycle. Just a little bit God. of everything. Yeah, he's he yeah. raced motorcycles for a long time. Works on bikes. Runs a co-op that uh, you can go and work on your bike at. Um, I think video production. He's all, he's all yeah. over the place, dude. Man. He's man. He's just con- dude is constantly working, man. Mm-hmm. Constantly doing something cool. Always something productive. Man. And Marguerite, his partner, is a the most badass. What, what what there was an article that called her the like the female Lemmy Kilmeister or some shit like that. Wow. The, yeah, it was just like yeah. yeah. Well, dude, yeah. Well, I'll say it right now. She's wait. She's like ten times more rock and roll than I am. Yeah. I'm like holy Same. shit, Same. dude. I'm like man, <laughs> you dude, you're you're like if you if you look up rock and roll in the dictionary. Yeah, there's probably a picture. There's, of there's a picture of her on on the page <laughs> somewhere. I promise you, dude. Absolutely. Um, Little vicious, her man. Dude, rips. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta check that out. They I got mean, some records out. Um, yeah. And you know what, dude? With saying that, like, saying, like, t- just thinking about meeting those people and just being on the road like that, like, I think it, like, really made me realize. Cause, like, you know, people from here are, I don't, I don't say people, from, I don't wanna say people from here, but, like, people from a smaller area that haven't really been anywhere mm-hmm. besides, you know, yeah, where they grew up. They're like, oh man, those people in, you know, 
California, dude, they're they're different. They're man. so different. Yeah, the people up north. Like, yeah, the people up north, they're mean, man. You gotta, you know, dude. Yeah, you gotta. It, it, they don't. They don't appreciate like they don't have manners. You know, like they don't hold no doors open for people. Like all that kind of shit. Dude, I just bull shit. Yeah, and I, and dude, and <laughs> like I don't know. I th- maybe it was just our touring experience, but like. I mean, we traveled I, other ways too. Like I, yeah. I did a lot before, yeah, you know, true. traveling for work and shit before sick riding. Anywhere I've ever gone, I it doesn't matter where the fuck you are. It's nothing but a geographical location with humans in it, all kinds of different humans. Yeah, and you're gonna meet assholes. You're gonna meet cool people. You're gonna meet people just like from home. Like yeah. it, it's. It's it's a mixed bag anywhere you fucking go. It doesn't yeah. matter where you are. And um, I think I think the tour, just like uh, what we were doing, uh, the just like the touring, uh, <clears throat> live show culture, mm-hmm. like it really restored my like. You know what, dude? M- actually, most people are good. Yeah, because in that situation, like you're meeting people who are doing what you do. Yeah, who were going to shows, who were going to local rock shows, like who were in bands or like in the end. Uh, in the, the the scene, for lack of a better word, yeah, and um, th- yeah, they're probably gonna be pretty fucking cool, yeah. And dude, it was, and like, it almost restored <laughs> it almost restored my faith, like in humanity, yeah. Just across the board, dude. I was like, man, you know what? There's a ton of great people out there, yeah. And you just gotta you just gotta go out. You gotta be one of, and them. you just gotta show up and be there, and. But you got to be one of the good people. Yeah, and you got to be one of the good people. Because, dude, if you if you are one of them, you will attract them. And, mm-hmm. the, and dude, I, that's all why... Day, all day long. Yeah, and that's why you um, have lifelong friends when you can, you know, meet someone and hang out with them for like three days or a week. And, dude, you still text them today and be like, what's up, player? Mm-hmm. You know? Miss you, man. I miss yeah. you. And people... You know, yes, I do. Still, uh, I, miss, I miss my, I miss our, our friends around the, uh, yeah, around the, uh, the southern United States. It might be time to go back. I think so. <laughs> I think it is. Don't give anything away, though. No, no secrets. Lots yeah. of secrets. Well, Lots of, you know, not secrets. We're gonna, uh, yeah, we're gonna hit the road a little bit this year. We got some work to do for it, but um, you know, hopefully, um, it all pans out and it all. Uh, Becomes a productive thing. So, yeah, man. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited as fuck, man, about everything. Uh, life's good. Life's very good right now. It's feeling... Uh, the living has been happening. Yeah. And you have to live in order to write. Yeah, dude. And that... Because... Uh, what I'm really starting to feel is that I'm starting to figure out what I want to say next. Yeah, yeah. And and that was a big thing for me too after uh after Beyond the Shadows, man. I was like, "Oh, dude, like I am spent." Yeah. Like I got nothing in me, dude. I got nothing to say. No saying. And yeah. and and the current situation with, you know, the world that we're in, it's like, "Man, what do you say?" Yeah. Like <laughs> Is yeah. anyone right anyway? Like, if I have it, you know, I don't know, man. But I agree. You got to, you got to, you got to live to have something to write about. But, but don't do things on purpose to write about it. You know what right. I mean? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that that's cheating. That's not. Uh, 
I that's cheating. You yeah. can't do that. <laughs> yeah, because that just that just kind of makes you um, kind of fake, I guess. Yeah. So. You ain't real AF if you do that. I think, yeah, I guess so. Uh, but hey, you know what? If you do do that and, you, and you're a good person, hey, man, kudos to you. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for everybody. I, I, I ain't mad about it. Nah, dude. <laughs> nah. Well, um, man, is there anything else that you, uh, you got to say to the world right now? Or, yeah, yeah, with this show, episode one of In the Sound. The whole world's going to hear uh, it, This dude. is what I want to tell them. This is what I want. I love you. I have faith in you. And don't fuck it up. <laughs> hey, dude. Well, look, everybody. You heard it first from Mr. Johnny Silver, my bandmate, my brother. A.K.A. Stiffbone. A.K.A. Stiffbone. That's him. A.K.A. Jesus Christ. J.K. No one calls me that yet. Okay. <laughs> he's he's really on one. He's really... Dude, he's, he's feeling it. So, uh... I'm sorry if that offended any Christians out there. I love you and have respect for your religion. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there it is. Um, well, you can uh, follow this dude on uh, Instagram. Uh, Johnny fucking Silver is your name, Look, right? We love you, but go home. Is that That's a Donald Trump quote? Is it? <laughs> That's what he told the people at the insurrection. Oh, he did say <laughs> that. He's like, hey. He said, hey, we love you. Go home. <laughs> Dude. Something along those exact lines. Man. Like, okay, so that is how we're going to end this episode. Um, I'm hijacking, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we're going to end this episode with, we love you, but go home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you heard it first. Johnny Silver, uh, oh, uh, you have any piano gigs, co- gigs coming up? Any, uh, any uh, piano-related things? I don't, I don't believe, no. no. Not on the books right now. Okay, well, follow him on Instagram, uh, you know. Johnny fucking Silver. That's him. That is him. So give him a follow and, uh, you know, see what he's doing next because he's, he's a wild and crazy guy. You got to watch him. You got to watch out for him, really. Oh, yeah, I'll be doing shit. Okay, well, listeners, thank you so much for listening. That's it for the episode. Um, stay tuned for the next one. Okay, see y'all later.